Good morning, Graceway. Today is Friday, September thirteenth, and this is Enoch. And this is Johi from the Morning Bible Study Teaching Team. We'll be picking up where we left off yesterday with verses fourteen and fifteen of the first chapter of Mark. After being baptized by John and winning a victory over Satan in the wilderness, yeah,、uh, you know that was an epic battle. Yeah, it was. I mean, so like after overcoming temptation and surviving the wild animals, Jesus begins his ministry. That's what we'll be talking about today. So, if you want to follow along, we'll be reading from roughly from the English Standard Version.、Um, you mind if、uh, you read for us again? Yeah, sure. I was hoping you'd ask.、Um, okay, so we're reading Mark chapter one, verses fourteen and fifteen. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, "The time is fulfilled; the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel." All right. So, we only have two verses here, but again, it's just. Jam-packed, full of significance. I mean, how often do you get to read about Jesus preaching the gospel? Yeah. I mean, so we spent some time on Sunday discussing what exactly the word of gospel means, right? To talk about Mo- the gospel of Mark. So we heard about what Mark's gospel is, and it's basically the word you use to describe good news of victory after a battle, right? So Mark. Is proclaiming a gospel that's saying Jesus has won the battle, and this is good news, right? And yesterday we heard a little about about this, right?、Um, Christians weren't the only ones to use this word.、Um, it's also the word that was used to describe what happened in the first marathon, for instance, when the Greeks won a decisive victory over the Persians in 490 BC,、um, and a man runs 26.2 miles, right, a marathon length. To deliver the good news of this victory, this is like a gospel proclamation, right? And now Jesus is doing the same thing, right? So he's telling everyone the good news. He just、mm. won this epic battle in the wilderness, right. right? God just gave Satan the beat down, right? He put him in his place. That's right. So he so he's tied up the strong man. Now he's saying it's time. To plunder、mm-hmm. the house, right? Yeah, Jesus shows Satan who's boss. He pound、mm-hmm. him. Yeah, like <laughs> you know, there's a new game in town, right? So that's what he's saying.、Um, and of course, Mark is really insistent to give us a key detail.、Um, he tells us that Jesus begins doing this after John was put in prison, after、mm-hmm. John was arrested, after he was turned over, right? right?、Um, and this is a kind of a foreshadowing of sorts, right? This is You know, Jesus and John are kind of saying this relatively the same message. You know, the one difference is、uh, John is basically saying someone's coming,、mm-hmm. and then Jesus is like, "I'm here." I'm <laughs> right. That's right.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I I've won the initial battle already, and now the kingdom really is coming. Right. It's really close. Right.、Um, but not everyone's excited about this. Like, not everyone's excited about God coming back and setting things right. I mean, for one, there's some people who just probably think things are just fine. Right. There's people in authority,、uh, and you know maybe they're not using it right, and maybe they're a little worried about that, right? So they're bothered. They're kind of scared, almost, right? Like you know, think about God's coming to set things right, 
Yeah, that's good news for everyone except you know everyone who's not doing the right thing. Right. So Herod, right? Herod's probably like the kingdom of God is here. What do you mean? I mean, I'm the king. It's already here, right? And so you know he feels bothered by John, um, and so he puts him in jail. And as we'll see throughout the rest of the gospel, right, he's not the only one who's bothered. Not everyone is so excited about what Jesus is saying. Which is a shame, because you know I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Um, so Jesus is going out and he's proclaiming the gospel. Um, and what is he saying? The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And this is what's really fascinating about this passage. I mean, for, for I mean, for just this is probably not how most of us are used to hearing it preached, right? Yeah. I mean, like nowadays, most of us probably are more familiar with something like uh, the Romans Road or the Four Spiritual Laws, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, like since the Reformation, um, the focus has often been on how it is exactly you know one is saved, right? This, that's how I remember when I was young. Right. First, you start with establishing, establishing, you know, that we're all sinners. So, you know, in Romans, it says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of right, God. Right. Um, and then we talk about the consequences of sin. The wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. Right. But then the possibility of salvation. The mm-hmm. gift of God is eternal life. Right. And then how do you get saved? You accept Jesus into your right, heart as right. your personal Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is like the Romans road. Um, but nothing against the Romans. Um, it's an absolutely amazing epistle, and it is. It's, it's almost a travesty that this is what most people think about it, right? I, I really wish we had some time to study it together someday. I hope um, so too. Um, you know, maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but this just isn't how Jesus is preaching the gospel. I mean, actually, in fact, if you really pay attention to the New Testament, almost no one does it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, think about how Peter preaches in the book of Acts, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, so, in the beginning of the book of Acts, chapter 2, you have the day of Pentecost. And the spirit falls down, and everyone, you know, and they all spill out, and everyone thinks they're drunk, and they're kind of like, what's going on? And so Peter stands up, and he sort of preaches, like, the first gospel message. Mm-hmm. And what does he say? Right, at the core of this message, it's something like, you know, let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus whom you crucified. Oh, yeah. I mean, what is he saying? It's time. The kingdom of God is here, right? Like, let right. them know for certain, right? How do you know? Because it's happened. Finally. Now. And what's happened now? This guy, Jesus, he's king. This mm-hmm. is the God's, this is the kingdom of God. Right. Right. Yeah, we're like, think about Paul. That's right? right, yeah. Yeah. You go. Yeah, again in Acts, you know, and he's with all those philosophers in Athens, and he's preaching, and he's given a chance to speak, and he says, you guys are all really religious, but you guys don't really know who these gods are. So let me tell you about this god, about the god who made heaven and earth. Um, and up until now, yeah, you all didn't know about him, but the time of ignorance, God Overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. And why does he say this? Because, and here's what it says: um, He has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed, and of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. In other words, 
It's time. The kingdom of God is here. Yeah, I mean, with Paul, I mean, with Peter, right? You can think he's just talking to Israel, right? They already know about the coming of the Messiah. They're waiting, you know. So you can, the, the, it's time, Kingdom of God. It makes sense, right? They're, they've been waiting for it.、Right. But Paul, right? He's just talking to Greek.、Yeah. He's like talking to philosophers. They don't, they might not have this messianic expectation sitting in them. But the thing is, Paul's basically saying the same thing. He's like, you know, I've overlooked those times of ignorance,、mm-hmm. right? The time is now, right? Right. This is him. But now. It's time to pledge allegiance to Jesus, the new King. That's right, right. And so the, it seems like you know, this is the good news. This is the gospel, right?、Mm-hmm. The victory's been won, and Jesus is Lord, right? Right. Jesus is Lord.、Um, so, I think this brings us to a question.、Um, you know, however good or necessary, and there were many. Many really great things that the Reformation brought.、Um, one of the side effects, unfortunate side effects, might have been because there's so many debates about the technicalities, right, between Luther and the Pope、yeah. about how exactly you get saved. So it's that sometimes we lose a little bit of the bigger picture.、Mm-hmm. There's this bigger reality that Jesus is preaching. That Peter's preaching,、mm-hmm. that Paul's preaching,、right. and this is what we see right here. Right, the time has come; the kingdom of God is near. Like, isn't that exciting? Yes. Like, time has come. Like, the waiting is over.、Mm-hmm. God is going to rule over the world. Right now, it's really close.、Mm-hmm. And the question I have for all of us is, what would it look like? If this is the gospel we're proclaiming every day, ooh, yeah. Like, what does this mean for our lives? If this good news is true, wait, are you actually asking me those questions right now? Yeah, I am. What? You too. Okay.、Uh, I don't know. I guess. Like I would like get really nitty gritty into the details of my life. You know, I would think about things like how I talk with a cashier at the grocery store,、um, how I like acknowledge or treat the kids in the neighborhood, whether or not like I say hi to them,、um, to let them know like I know you're there.、Um, I, I guess in the light of knowing that the king is here. I mean, that would completely recolor how I see everything and the value I put on everything. I, I would think that everything I do really counts.、Um, not because not not only because I'll be judged for it, but because、mm-hmm. um, I'm loved. You know, all of this was because he loved me. Yeah.、Mm. Anyway. Uh, so you should answer that question since you made me answer it. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, for me right now, I'm like working on general exams. For those who don't know, I mean, basically, I have to write these papers for academics, and it's kind of intimidating, actually. Like, you sit there, you have to say something to all these people who know so much.、Um, you know, like people may think I know a lot, but like really, there, there's people out there who spent. Their whole lives thinking about these issues, and they really know a lot.、Mm-hmm. And 
sometimes it's just hard to get words on the page because、mm-hmm. you're just like, oh my gosh, but what if they say this? What if they say that? Or what if they, you know, because、um, you're just not like, or, or basically, there's a part of me that sometimes thinks like, am I crazy? Like、mm-hmm. all these smart people are thinking about this and. They're not saying what I'm saying, and so am I just like wrong or something?、Um, and thinking about this news, right? Thinking about the fact that Jesus is in charge, like that, I'm not actually just responsible to the professors who are going to read this paper,、mm-hmm. right? Or to the academics I have to try to convince, or even to like the public,、mm-hmm. right? That I might be writing for eventually, like, but that whatever all that. All in addition to all that, eventually I'm going to have to stand before God,、mm-hmm. right, and say like, was I faithful to the message,、mm-hmm. to to what I need to say,、um, given what God's given me and what the world is like and what <laughs> needs to be said, right?、Um, yeah, I mean, that that's that's a challenge.、Um, yeah. It's like. Liberating, but also kind of scary at the、mm-hmm. same time. Anyhow, I think we've gone way over time. Yeah. So sorry about that.、Um, but you can join us next Monday for some more Gospel of Mark. So this is Enoch, and this is Dewey signing out. <laughs>